everybody. Welcome to Read This, Read That. I am Jackie Reed. I'm Joanne Reed. I said my name with a little bit of you a... You did. Like Jack A. Like Jack A. Harry. It drives me crazy when people people say, is it Jack A? I'm like, no. No, it's, it's like a spell. Just Jackie. 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 Some people Happy think Happy Valentine's Day, cousin. Happy Valentine's Day with the hot champagne Don't we criticize it. I asked Joanne, Joy, cousin... Can you run and get some champagne? Because I'm like running around like crazy today and I don't know. And I'm like, I have an intern that I can. No, no, I'll get it. I'm right here. So we show up moments before the podcast is about to start. She's like, well, I couldn't chill it. So it's hot. It's not warm. It's hot. I wouldn't. And so she was running to go and get gas and I'm at gas ice. And I said, you know, well, let me open it up. And. I don't know why I didn't think about this, but you of course. You faced your bag. First of all, you faced all of your stuff. Well, because it's hot. <laughs> it comes out of the, like half of the box. So I, I turned it towards the wall, Where, thinking yeah. I'm trying to protect people from the cork. Yes. No, not knowing that a waterfall of, don't go <laughs> of champagne will come. There, we're going to take a picture of half of the bottle that is left that went gushing out. Everywhere. On my purse. Beautiful purse. I mean, Jackie has this amazing fur bag. Faux fur. Faux fur. I'm sorry. Sorry, vegans. Faux fur. <laughs> but it wet now with champagne. It's wet I, fur now. It's wet. And then my gift that I got for my boyfriend for Valentine's okay, Day. Let's put a pin in that for a second. We're going to put a big pin in it. <laughs> the gift bag now is wet with champagne. Now I got to show up like a wino. And he's coming to pick me up, so I'm going to get in the car with a fur, faux fur bag with champagne What planet on. are you two from? Okay, wait, let's what talk about What planet are you from? What? Can you just say what your boyfriend calls Valentine's Day, the nickname he has for it? Well, he calls it Love Christmas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's partially my fault, because on our first Valentine's Day, I was like, we need to do more. He was like, what is this? Love Christmas? No, he says, I didn't realize it was Love Christmas. Love Christmas. So now he calls it Love Christmas. This is bizarre. Like, this morning, I sent him this graphic that I made that said, Merry Love Christmas. And then I sent him a song, Always what? and Forever. I sent him a link to like Heat Wave singing Always and Forever. What? what? And what did you and your husband do for Valentine's Day? First of all, <laughs> we've been together since 1993. <laughs> so, and? that's a long time. I have an entire menagerie of creatures because <laughs> he's given me every permutation of bear, doggy, um, bunny. Oh, I have a whole sweet. world of them, so I don't need another one. Right. I mean, I have a lot of them. Yeah. I used to name them, but then I ran out of names to come up with. <sighs> I have like more of them than I have kids. I love the two of you, but I can't. And then I had to go to work. So we I left. He had to go to the gym. He right? had some work to do. Yeah. So we both have been doing our day. We've been doing our thing. And so tonight? I did while I was buying the hot champagne, um, which is from Rosé. Don't, Don't even say it. <laughs> Rosé de Seigne, as I was buying this delicious Rosé oh, Brut Champagne. It's so hot. That is a little a little warmish. Yes. I also bought one to take home, but it's not chilled either. So I'm going to bring home... My contribution to the Valentine's Day is I'm bringing home some, like, Brut Champagne. But see, first of all, my husband doesn't even like champagne. 
So I'm bringing it home, like for yourself. <laughs> it's no, what, it's what you're for doing for everyone to share. As I, I mean, I might have the to drink children more of it. too. They grown. They can drink some. So it's a family Valentine's I did Day. send. So our youngest is away. He's the only one who's not not here. And don't name names of the. No, I'm not going to name him. Even though he probably would like me to name him for his Instagram. He's always like, "Mom, won't you shout me out on my gr- shout me out shout okay, out my shout Instagram him out. so everybody can follow my Instagram." Oh. <laughs> The cuteness so, of the Reed uh, children. Yeah, you could you could follow him. He's Nasia Reed on Instagram. He wants you to follow him. Mm, okay. So we'll do that. Um, I did. I made sure that I sent him something because you know when you're away at college, the holidays can be tough because your family's not there. So right. I made sure that I sent him a couple of things. I sent him a thing of cookies for Valentine's Day. Yeah, a little cookie thing oh, from that's the family, so sweet. and I sent him. Um, a little creature because you know he, everybody has to have a fairy tale creature so i sent him that everybody at school is this a requirement no but it's just you know it's nice because he's a freshman oh that's know? right that's so right. i figured you know when at least freshman you're probably sophomore you're like mom don't send me nothing i don't want that you know i'm a freaking supposed to have a bear i don't need it <laughs> but now he's still a freshman so even though he might say that right he might say those words he, he really it. wants it he really wants mommy to send him something of course so i sent him something because he's you know he's a freshman he's so a i baby. sent i sent the baby something um the two older ones they got work and, and stuff to do so what are the chances that when you walk in your home to, tonight that there could be rose petals like all on the floor that the kids are sent away for the evening and there's like a trail of rose petals at the door. Girl, what weird movie do you and, live in? <laughs> you live in like a film. And music playing. Wait, what? Closer than close. <laughs> what planet are you from? Closer than most. <laughs> okay. Is this, I you mean at my house or your house? Your house. What are the chances? Listen, listen, my husband is very good about remembering to do the flowers yeah. on Valentine's. He'll do like a, a little fairy tale creature, or whatever. Listen, so we I'll love get Jason. Something. No, he's great, and and he's well. Look, we maybe because we've been together for so long, we don't emphasize as much these kind of holiday importance. Let things. me see your bra strap. What kind of bra you got on? <laughs> it's bra- it's strapless. <laughs> I have a strapless. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You are so strange. <laughs> My cousin is strange, man. Y'all are like little little love bird, little love bugs. It's it's kind of it's cute. Oh, whatever. It's cute, except for like two years ago, you should have been like this. Not now. Like you guys, have, you're, you're, you've been down the road a little bit. Y'all still acting like this. It's you wild. said we've been down the road. We've been down the road a long. We've been together more than twenty years. Yes, I know. So it's so it's after a while you, you're reinventing the wheel. Yeah. We already got three kids. We ain't got to make a baby or anything. <laughs> we got three kids. Well, we're not going to have any kids, I assure you. <laughs> but you can still make one. <laughs> How do we go from closer than close to your version of... <laughs> that sounds like a transition from Welcome Back, Cotter. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> Right be, out, bow, bow, you know it's bow, so funny bow, that bow, you say that because we were downstairs with my team doing show prep for AM Joy, and we were literally in a wormhole of '70s sitcoms what do you because mean? we started talking. For some reason, we got on the subject. There's a Teddy Pendergrass. Apparently, there's a really amazing Teddy Pendergrass yes. 
Showtime documentary happening. Right. This started us somehow down the road of talking about that era. So we start talking about Donny Hathaway. Mm. And it turns out, and I just found this out, that Donny Hathaway wrote and performed the theme song to the show Maud, mm. which was one of my mom's favorite shows. What? Remember Maud? And then there's Maud. That's Donny Hathaway. Mm-hmm. And then there, is that him singing? Joan of Arc with the Lord to guide her. Yes. She was a, a sister, sister who really could. That was. Can you believe that? Uh-uh. So we just realized uh-uh. that today that that's Donny Hathaway. What? That he wrote and performed it. So we went in this whole, so maybe the reason I've got that in my head, because then we started talking about all these 1970s sitcoms. Right. And I think they're still in my head. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, then that explains so that. So you live in like a weird romance novel, and I live in a 70s sitcom opening <laughs> theme. <laughs> And then there's Maude. Uh-uh, uh-uh. And, and then, then there's Maude. <laughs> that, listen, I love hey. Maude. You know what was great about the 70s is that mm. when they did a show, they really did a complete thing because now the shows don't have a theme. When no, the there's no time, opening. There's no opening. There's no music and then that freeze frame of the person and their name and comes across freeze. the bottom. Right? J.J. Walker. <laughs> you remember Isaac on Love Boat? Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> That doesn't Those were the day. Bring back the good old bring days. Bring back when they used to open a show. The last show I can think of that had a theme that you remember yeah. was Cheers. And mm. that was like ni- early 90s. You yeah. had the Cheers theme. But after that, they... Because really, Living Single, I don't know when that came out. Because we are living single. Oh, that show used to be the bomb. Right. Don't come single. here for the voice. And by the way, Living Single was the actual Friends. Because, you know, I never saw Friends because of Living Single. Have you seen the mashup of Living Single and Insecure? They did an opening of Insecure with the theme song of Living Single. Oh, my God. No. It is the best thing that. on the internet right now. I have now. to see that. Yeah. You have the to see it. It's so cute. For Insecure, we can't sing on this podcast because we try to be a PG-13 I know, but they they did it with Living Single, and they do the little, I mean, it just gives you that feel of Living Single is the cutest thing. I love it so much. There's a bit of a theme if you watch Queen Sugar. Mm. They have a beautiful opening theme song by Michelle Indegio Cello, but it's not like a bouncy theme you would hum and sing. It's just a beautiful, you know, opening. It's changed. You know what's interesting about, uh, there is a show that's trying to bring back that idea, which is True Detective. If you watch True Detective, every season has a really dark, opening, smoky, like, written theme. Yeah. But it's not like the 70s. In the sitcoms, it was like that was the definition of the show. I don't know Good who times. made the decision to just stop. I think because those were all Norman Because Friends did that. No, Friends had that. They had it. Right. Yeah. I don't, it's weird that they don't do that anymore. I just, I'm trying to, I'm going through, because, you know, I watch everything. But there is no television show that really, really does that. No. They'll have openings. They have an open. But it's brief. Yes. Um... But they don't introduce the actors. Right. Yeah. It used to be that the opening theme gave you everything you needed to know about the show. Yeah. So if you'd never seen it before, when you saw the beginning of it, you knew exactly what Living Single was about or Maude was about or Friends was right. about. Or you have an idea of it. Good times. Like, I guess you don't need that times, anymore. Good times, anytime you need a favor. Good times. Anytime you need a friend. Good times. Anytime you're out from under. Not getting hassle. Not getting hustle. Keeping your head above water. Make it away if you can. A temporary layoff. Good times. Easy credit ripoff. Good times. Scratching and surviving. Good times. What is and it? And then the one you never knew was hanging in a chowder. And nobody ever knew what those words were. Hanging in a chowder? Hanging in a chowder. And a I chowder? Never, I don't know. And then it was just, ain't we lucky we got them. But boom, the, boom, the boom, hanging boom, in a chowder. Boom. What does that mean? I don't know. That was the line I never could get. Hmm. 
It was like the Michael Jackson song. There was always a Michael Jackson song where you didn't know one of the set of words. I'm surprised you said that name. Oh, I don't <laughs> want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm not laughing about it. I'm just laughing at you in the face that you made. Another. T- oh, do you want to talk about this? Let's move into let's our move let's on. talk. Let's move <laughs> yeah. into our let's talk let's move on. because I posted this on Facebook <clears throat> about this um, Michael Jackson documentary that is about to come out mm-hmm. um, on HBO, mm-hmm. and it's Leaving Neverland. Yes, and you saw it. I have not seen it yet, but I've read about it, yeah. and I hear it's very disturbing. But already, when I posted on my social media about it, when I say all these comments of people, they came for you, right? Say, no, no. Oh. Well, yes, they came. All I said was, I have not seen it. Mm-hmm. I've heard that it's very disturbing. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like, will you watch it? And if you watch it and you believe what's in there, yeah. will you? distance yourself from his music will you delete his music will right. you you know mute michael jackson, jackson. Mm-hmm. and people were like no somebody a lot of people said yes yeah but an overwhelming number of people were like no then yeah no it's like the soundtrack to my childhood one person said to me like people were really upset about i want to see it for myself mm-hmm. before i make a decision mm-hmm. um but i know you saw it and it, what, it, what, it, how, it, what did it leave you? How well, did it as somebody you? who grew up with Michael Jackson, really literally from the Jackson 5 when they were a cartoon when I was a kid, then they were the Jackson 5. Michael Jackson literally is a soundtrack to my life. Right. My entire life, as long as I've lived, Me too. Michael Jackson has been played in my home. Yeah. Um, when Off the Wall came out, it was like a very formative time in my life, you know, because you're in that awkward like you know age and we all loved michael jackson yeah um you know thriller was a definitive a defining moment in music history don't even get me started we begged my mom to get mtv and when we first got mtv there were no black people on it yeah and then michael jackson came along and suddenly michael jackson was mtv yeah i mean if you talk about they let him be on mtv thank you david bowie because by the way david bowie shaming them really helped which is why i love david one of the reasons i love david bowie forever but i mean the reality is michael jackson The R. Kelly documentary was destabilizing in the sense that we were all complicit in knowing that R. Kelly was a villain and continuing to step in the name of love too long. Right. And but but R. Kelly is not a defining cultural icon. No, he's not. Michael Jackson. Not unless you're just having sex every day. Right. And feeling on your booty. Right. I I just what. There are certain things about R. Kelly's music that I mean, I believe I can fly. These are important musical moments, but Michael Jackson is an icon. Yeah. And so, the, the I mean, in the same way that Bill Cosby was for television, the history of television and for black people emerging right. from the good times era, from always being portrayed in the projects, even though those shows are iconic, they portrayed a certain kind of blackness. Right. The transcendent blackness of the Cosby show was important to us. It's part of why we had Obama. It is, but I, I would say too to the Cosby show, as to Bill Cosby, as important as he was, I still think that Michael Jackson transcended much that. more. So that's much what I'm saying, more is that as important as the Cosby show was. So if you say R. Kelly is at the lowest level of iconic of iconic status in terms of what he did for blackness mm-hmm. and black music. Yeah, yeah. Then you go up to the Bill Cosby level, which is huge. Right. Yeah. Right. And I think Whitney Houston somewhere. So in that right. era of huge. So if you put them in kind of a middle category where Michael this is Jackson huge, doubled Michael that. Jackson is quintupled. Right. Okay, Michael Jackson is the most famous singing 
star of all time. Prince fans might say something different, but I agree with you on Michael they Jackson. They came along at the same time. Right. 79. Well, no, so. no. Because Michael Jackson became a part of our world Correct. when he was a child. The That's Motown right. years. Yep. Early on. So it was a much longer period of time. And it was more mainstream. Yes. I mean, the reality is Prince, and I was a huge Prince fan yes. too. Don't even Prince, come for us on social media. This is how we feel. Yes. Just let everyone entitled to our opinions. before Prince was known, Michael Jackson was a star from the time he was nine years old. So he's literally in our lives my whole life. Right. Our whole lives. Yes. As long as you live, right. Michael Jackson has been a star. Right. Whereas Prince came along at that same formative year when Off the Wall came out. Prince came out with his definitive right. first piece. So they were part of that middle part of your life. But as far as which one is a full-on right. transcendent right. icon? Right. Michael Jackson. Right. So this film is as disturbing as it... I mean, I cannot even explain what a what a what a disappointment how devastating this movie is i'm trying to get across that this movie ruins ruins your ability to experience your own life in the same way because every part of our lives has michael jackson's music yeah. or presence in it and if you now find all of that tainted as i do walking out of this film really? it's devastating it's that devastating oh, boy. and it's four hours so it's endless yes yeah, a two-parter on hbo it'll be two nights um and it's this month so yeah. it's coming up and it's <clears> going <throat> to be hugely controversial because the two main characters in it are both the accusers we've heard of as just the accuser they're three there's a third one who's named who's isn't interviewed in it didn't they testify knew. at his trial for him in and, favor of him yes and that's and, what has a lot of people yes. Um, you know, doubting, doubting yes. and skeptic. Of, yes, you know, especially skeptical Wade Robson. Two. And Wade Robson is the only accuser that we've known the name because he's also famous. He's a famous choreographer who Michael Jackson really built his career. And he has been a defender of Michael Jackson throughout, including in that first trial, and he testified in the second trial. And so what changed for them? I think that if you have to watch the film and what basically and they break happens, that down. they do, that if you're a person who has suffered sexual abuse, first you have to accept that it happened. Yeah. Then you have to come to terms with it. Then you have to get over the shame of admitting it. And then you have to process that shame. And then you have to speak. And you have to first be able to even tell your family. These people yeah. weren't even admitting it to themselves, let alone their families, let alone their parents, who in a sense let it happen. So the parents also had to deal with the fact that they weren't that they weren't aware, that they couldn't have figured out that this was happening to their children. You you just you either believe them or you don't. I think people can make a decision on their own if they believe these people. But the story they tell is incredibly compelling and mm -hmm. devastating. That, that's all I'll say. The R. Kelly one was devastating, but you kind of knew. Yeah, this was R. Kelly was. He's literally joking about it. He's singing about it. He's doing black yeah. panties and yeah. kind of referring to it in a way. AJ nothing but a number writing that for Aaliyah. He was he was kind of in plain sight. Yeah. But this Michael Jackson thing is devastating. It's so we'll disturbing. see what people say. So, okay, I, I got it wrong. It's not this month. It is on HBO, according to the Hollywood Reporter, Sunday, March the 3rd, mm -hmm. uh, and the second airing on Monday, March the 4th. So mm. um, I'm going to watch it when it when it airs, yeah. and then I want us to come back and talk about it. That's definitely And we'll that. see what we're going to do with, yeah. uh, with the music. But speaking of R. Kelly, <laughs> I'm smiling because as we speak, your lawyer crush, Michael Avenatti, is the one who's been behind this. He turned over what 
he is saying is a second videotape of R. Kelly having sex with a minor girl. Um, and he says you can clearly see that she's young. He, uh, they say in the tape that she says something about her 14-year-old body parts. Uh, he has hand, handed this over, um, I want to say, to the uh, uh, DA uh, in, in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And they are preparing an indictment. And he could be arrested. He could be being arrested right now. Yeah. Like they're saying that it could happen, if not today, yeah. tomorrow morning. And the thing is, and we, we've, you know, just for those viewers out there, do not view that tape. Just know that even being in possession of that material is a crime. Watching that tape is a crime. Online? At all. That is, view- viewing child pornography is a crime. So wait a minute. If it's if somebody posted online, they better not. They go to I don't jail. Think, I don't think anyone is. This is a a, a tape. I don't mm-hmm. know when it was made, right? But they say um, that is it is within the statute of limitations. Mm. Um, so I don't know if we're talking about child pornography charges, it's, which he faced back in two thousand eight. It would be, or if, if it's or it, if it's or if it involves assault. because you can see it depends on. You know, the first time around, the young lady, her parents, no one would identify and say that it was her, right? Except for cousins and her high school basketball coach and and people like that. This may be a different situation. Yeah. So assault, sexual assault may be a part of that. Yeah, and and it it could be both because if you remember what he, I believe what he was charged with before did involve child pornography because taping the act of, you know, having sexual intercourse with an underage person is a crime in and of itself. But also the act is a crime. So they're both a crime. Right. And, you know, so, yeah, it's, it, the, you know what? The, the the A.J. Calloway situation happened this week where he has six accusers. All of these cases, I mean, the Russell Simmons thing that we saw happen. We, it just, just know that these things may be buried for de- decades and decades and decades, but they don't stay buried. And yeah. we're seeing that the part of what the Me Too movement is about is unburying a lot of this stuff. Um, yeah. And... You know, it is what it is. Um, well, Michael Avenatti, again, your lawyer crush, has been working on this since April. I didn't know he was working on this. Yeah. In addition to all the other things that he's, he has He's on got his a plate. lot in his plate, and he's got a lot of issues he's dealing <clears throat> with, too. So, And I, y- you know, come for us, if you will. Um, but those of you who are still out there defending R. Kelly at this point, I deleted it shame all. on you. And you know what the, the thing is, and we talked about Michael Jackson already, he actually wrote <clears throat> one of my favorite Michael J- uh, Jackson songs, which I actually deleted because of the R. Kelly thing, which is "You Are Not Alone." Yeah, it's it's one of my it's one of my top five Michael Jackson songs of all yeah. time. Love it. Deleted it because the reality is is that the thing that allowed R. Kelly to continue offending was his fame, and as long as he was making money and famous, he could still attract <clears throat> more underage girls to him and yeah. more women victims. Yeah, if he has nothing, he can't attract them anymore. If he's arrested this time. That will be that. Yeah. It's he will. It, this is a whole different time for him. After me, two times up everything. Yeah, they will throw the weight of the world at him. He Some, yes. If he is arrested, yep, that is it. And Harvey Weinstein <clears throat> faces the same a similar thing, right? I right. Mean, these these guys who got away with this for decades, it, it, it times up. Yeah. Well, what will be interesting is to see what these women who are still with him, who, whose parents are desperately wanting their and children back. If range. he's arrested... Yeah, what do they do then? What, are the, what happens to these girls who, in a sense, many people would say have been brainwashed? Yeah. It's amazing um, that some of them are still there. It's, it's amazing to me that someone um, who... 
is illiterate, who can't read, is smart enough read to manipulate, yeah. you know, these girls and women in this way. But and he's and he's doing it in rentals. Dude made all that money, didn't even buy a house. You rent, you rent. Couldn't the landlord just come to fix the boiler and find the ladies chained up in the know. basement? <laughs> Why, what, where did you I buy wonder, a house? I wonder what people did see who came to studios. I've heard of people, artists who have come to his studios and just, you know, and knew about what was going on but said nothing. Mm. But mm, neither can, here. Can we talk there. Grammys real quick? I did not watch, but all, but my entire timeline was full of absolute and utter shade utter complete backlash shade not just over the jennifer lopez performance and it was a tribute to motown I think. a tribute i put in 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 in, in bloody quotes because <laughs> bloody <laughs> bloody quotes Damn. because it was not a tribute <clears throat> she herself said she did it for her mother who was a fan of Motown's of the Motown sound. What did she do? Did she sing like a medley? She shook her ass. She sang. She she did, and she did a little salsa. She sang um, some songs, which I heard was um, lip syncing. I don't what? know if that's true. She lip synced at the Grammys. I've heard that, but it's I don't know if enough. that's true. But she sang along with Smokey Robinson, who, and I hate to you know, speak ill of our elders, but his defense of her, his strong, you know, you're stupid or whatever he said. If He said people are stupid? He said basically people, if, if you have a problem with her being a part of this tribute or doing this tribute, because she was the headliner of it, oh. um, then you're stupid. And he, I mean, he doubled down on that days after. <clears throat> Listen, it was, it was, I, I, I it was a disgrace. Wow. And I am a huge, I was a huge Jennifer Lopez fan. In what, until in her, that in her moment. lane, she's great. Because she's a great performer. But yeah. she's, not a, she's not known as a singer. She's more known as a performer. It was the wrong choice. I think that given the history of Motown, when it started, what those African-American artists went through. You know what I mean? Uh, to just to to try to to get their music out there to perform yeah. to make a living doing this, what they sacrificed and suffered through. Yeah, to me, any artist that is not African American that was invited to do this should uh, should be sophisticated enough. To know that they should say no to that. And the thing is that's so ironic about it is that part of the story of black music was the fact that you had black musicians like the Motown artists doing songs that white artists then did over and would and make sold money more and made more money. And it, it was just unfortunate to me that she, after her performance, came off stage. Karen, Kevin Frazier caught her right after and she was t crying and... <gasps> You know, I, I don't know why people would have a problem with this performance. You know, I love this music. My mom, I did it for my mom. She loves this music. So playing the victim in, 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 in my view of it and trying to seek sympathy off of something that she should have said no to. A, the Grammy should have never asked her. Um, I, I don't know. You know, one of the organizers of the Grammys said that originally she was supposed to perform at this concert tribute right. to the Grammys. That was a separate night. Okay. But um, they invited her to do this. Stevie Wonder, I don't know if it was because he heard J-Lo was doing it. I have to find out. When he pulled out 
And that's why Neo performed in the tribute instead of Stevie Wonder. Mm. I'd love to know whose decision this was. Did Barry Gordy okay this? In, in an article that I read, I read that Barry Gordy knew every step of the way. Apparently, the guy who does the Grammys, and I'm forgetting his name, and right. Barry Gordy's son are mm-hmm. like BFFs. Oh. So that's probably where this idea, you know, was conceived. Right. <laughs> uh, where it went from there, I, I just don't know. But I'm, it's interesting that a lot of Motown stars are not speaking out about this, except right. for Smokey Robinson, who uh, I just, I'm not going to say anything bad about him, but I'm terribly disappointed in him. But it was, uh, you should you should pull it up. She was out there sh- and she sang Tina Marie. <laughs> Here's one thing. she and, and she started off with Dancing in the Streets. And listen, that's one of my favorite songs. I love DeBarge. Right. But if you're going to do a Motown tribute mm-hmm. of all the songs that you could choose, mm-hmm. are you going to do Dancing in the Streets? No. Come no. On now. Who thinks of that? Yeah. What? What? You got to go right for the Supremes. You got to start there. And the there. Temptations. And the Temptations. And Smokey Robinson. That's correct. And the Miracles. Tears of a Clown. You got to go. Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder. You got to go for the classics. I had to say to myself, wait a minute. Were they on Motown? And I love DeBarge. But that's not what you think of when you think of. It come is on. not of that Motown no. sound. That was like one of the first songs that she did. Mm-hmm. The Hell. That's a problem. I mean, it's a big problem. And I... But can I say, so I was at the um, the Trayvon Martin Foundation, and shouts out to Sabrina Fulton and Tracy Martin. Um, they had a, a dinner in Miami that I went. I was very honored to get an award from them. So I was there with, um, you know, doing that. Yeah. And so we didn't get out of there. Um, I had to leave there at about 11. So by the time I got home, the end of the Grammys was on. So I did catch only one thing, which was phenomenal, which was, which was the tribute to Aretha Franklin. That? That was dope. Was a tribute, all cap, bold circle worthy put sprinkles and yes. all around yes. it. that was a tribute that was a tribute that was amazing but one song for aretha but yeah it was not enough it was not even close to enough even though obviously yolanda and them and you killed know it. They, killed they killed it, it. but they should have gotten to do a medley yes because she had so many hits yes so many hits yes that they could have done a good five six minutes of just straight up just going from song to song to song fantasia um, who the th- it was it was um, Yolanda Adams, Yolanda Adams, Fantasia, Fantasia Marino, and who else? Um, oh, let me look it up. It was so good. I uh, know it was great. It was really good. And they all were singers. All were amazing singers and appropriate. But that's my problem with J Lo. Yeah. As going back to what I was saying about the history of Motown and and what African American artists at that time had to suffer through, how could you not let the Many African American singers and entertainers that exist today, yeah, be a part of that. Exactly, and headline it. Why J Lo and Andre Are, Day? Sorry, I forgot Andre Day, who is awesome, who is amazing. Yeah, let me let me put it to you this way: If Beyonce, who did perform at the CMAs, the Country Music Awards, yes. right, with the Dixie Chicks, sure. chicks, that was a performance, and people were and people, people thought were that upset was about controversial. That. But yeah. listen, but she she went, she performed a song. Yes. If they chose Beyonce to headline a tribute Reba to McIntyre. the Grand, oh, uh-uh, grand, the grand Old Opry. Oh, you're right. You got to go big. No, you're absolutely right. If they said, you know yes. what, we're going to get Beyonce and Travis Scott. 
to do a tribute at the CMAs to the Grand Ole Opry. People would have been When I the tell you, they would burn down the theater. And, le- and legitimately so, because and they would be in the right they to would be, be in the right. They would be in the right I to be angry. I do not think You're right. that they should be a part of that. that you, no, and, and listen, enough respect to Charlie Pride, because Charlie Pride was in the Grand Ole Opry. As he should have been. As he should have been. Yes. But... You can't really say Beyonce from a different genre of That's music altogether should come in. Yeah, that would be, it would be, people would be angry and they would be right to be angry. Right. You're absolutely right. If Beyonce and showed that's up. Beyonce. That's like, yes. you're lucky you can get Beyonce to do anything because that's amazing. Come on. But she would not, and I doubt that she would have been willing to do it. That's she the would have had the sense to say no. She would have said no. If they asked Alicia Keys to come to the Latin Grammys. Right. To the Latin Grammys and pay tribute to anybody. Yeah. Anybody. Yeah. Just to, like the, the whole history of salsa merengue. Right. You do that, Alicia Keys. She would say. Mm-mm. She would say no. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's, no. it's a fair point. And also, she could yeah. be a part of it. Correct. But you don't headline it. No. I'm so mad about this. I can't see you straight, girl. Uh, this was my timeline. I got, I put, you know, I left the, 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 um, the, the hall, got back to my hotel, turned on my phone, and it was all about people being so angry. I mean, Full throttle, thirty eight hot. Oh, I w- let me tell you, my boyfriend had to tell me to get off of social media because <laughs> the next morning I posted this just in: J Lo is set to star in the sequel to Crazy Rich Asians. <laughs> and I said, and smoke, and she said she wants to do it because her mama loved the first movie, <laughs> and Smokey Robinson is doing the soundtrack. <laughs> my boyfriend right. he called me he said to get off and get let off that media. let that be let that, that. Let, yes because i was about to Spoke tweet piece this just in <laughs> j-lo set to executive produce and star in a remake of sounder <laughs> <laughs> this just in j-lo set to star in and play every character from the series of Roots. <laughs> because her mama thought the series was powerful. <laughs> I can't. Damn. Everybody can't do everything. Everybody can't do everything. And she was like, you can't tell people what song to sing. I think sing, I, I don't even know if she should be able to pronounce the word sing. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't even come out her mouth. Sing. Mm-hmm. I can't. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stop. That's my boyfriend texting me now. He, says, probably said, he can probably hear you. Just in the ether. He this just in. <laughs> Netflix is doing a remake of Good Time starring <laughs> J-Lo. J-Lo. <laughs> As Florida. Damn. 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 As she sauces. <laughs> How do you say damn, damn, Dios mio, Dios mio, Dios mio. Tres veces. Ay, quería, ay, quería, ay, quería. I wouldn't do the cuss one, but people would know what it means. <laughs> right. Start to see. I cannot. I'm just, I'm, I'm so disappointed in her. Oh. I, I can't. All right. That's, I mean, listen, you had to get that out. I had to. That's what we drink. I know. And mm-hmm. as bad as this hot shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's working up for you, it? I'm still going to drink it's it. Work- Can we, okay. We ha- there are a couple other things happening this week we have to get to before we go because there were a couple. Wait. The, 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 we talked about this before about B. Smith. And her husband and his girlfriend. Can we put bloody quotes on husband? <laughs> bloody quotes can go all over that. <laughs> on Valentine's Day. I think it's, 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 it's spreading. Yeah. Apparently now they're getting a show. On Bravo. You sent that to me during the week. 
and I he hope- and his mistress um, are getting a show on Bravo mm-hmm. about their love and mm-hmm. um, taking care of B. Taking care of B. Smith. Now, I hope, I'm hoping that this is a rumor. It is, I'm, I'm hoping it doesn't happen. Well, one of the executive producers of The Real Housewives of Atlanta has signed on to produce this. Oh, God. It's, it seems like it's happening. This is such blatant exploitation. I, I was telling Jason about this last night, and he couldn't even believe He was like, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. This is, you do a vow to love, honor, and cherish for the right. rest, you know, for as long as you both shall live until in death alone shall part you. In yeah. sickness and in health. It doesn't say in sickness, go ahead and get your boo thing and move her in the house. It, it, the fact that they've, A, moved this mistress in is crazy. Yeah. The fact that they're exploiting B. Smith on her own social media feeds, taking pictures of her while she is in complete throes of dementia and doesn't know what's going on, and exploiting her bodily, dressing her up, making her up, getting makeup on her, and using pictures of her to continue to sell her products is crazy. Mm-hmm. And now they're going to further exploit this woman in her hour of greatest vulnerability. I can't. And because B. Smith is not 100, she could live on for 30 years. She could. So they could continue getting sequel after sequel after sequel. Enriching themselves. On her name. On her name. Her and name on her, and, and her, her body. On her body. Yes. On her actual physical self. But no one would, when I say on her name, no one would care about him this, or correct. what he's doing if it had not been for, for what she built. That's correct. This and is, people yes. will say, well, that he was her business manager, so they built it together. No, no. Because what has he done since? Correct. And she was the one with the recipes. These were her recipes. The design. This was her genius. It was yeah. her design. Yeah. And whose name is on it? B. Smith. Right. He, whatever his contribution, and I'm sure it was valid. I'm sure yeah. he really contributed oh, as I'm a sure. partner. I'm sure. But the point is then he should go on and do something in do his own name. Do something else. In his own name. Right. And he should not pretend to still be married. Yes. If you're going to have your girlfriend claiming she's her caretaker, that's not what a caretaker is. You're sleeping with the woman's husband. But you know what's interesting that he Unbelievable. said on The View when he was interviewed about this last week, he said that, um, he was like, you know, I could have easily put her in a home. Oh! And I'm like, and lived off of whose money? Yeah, put her in a home. And who He's like, pay- I bought a bigger house because I wanted her to be comfortable. No, you wanted more space and room for you and your girlfriend. Thank you. You wanted you guys to have more freedom about the house. You wanted you to live a fun life and you want to be happy. Right. And that's your priority. I, I'm disgusted with him. And I just, him to, I can't. But what? And who is the woman exactly. that signs up for this, does, that decides to not only date this man, but publicly date this Sleep man? with him in the house with his wife. Yeah. And, and put it on social media. Put it on social and smiling with her in the picture. And also, what? who is the executive who heard this pitch? And said, this sounds like a good idea. It was an executive that saw dollar signs it's, and said, you know what? The nation rose up, whether you were for or against them. But never mind. People, this was a hot button issue. We're talking about it. Right. We're talking about it for the second time. The so button. it's like a lot of people talking about it. But there are times that in spite of that, you have to do the right thing. Correct. And I, I really wonder where advocates for the disabled are and for advocates for, you know, people who with Alzheimer's. Because this is also, to me, an issue of the exploitation of somebody with a disability. Right. That she, B. Smith is not, it's not her, she didn't cause any of this. Like, she is not, and she doesn't have agency to decide right. that she wants to do any of this because she's no longer in control. He completely controls anything that she's able to do. And the fact is that 
in that position, she still should have rights. She's a human being and she should have rights. She should have a right to decide if she wants to be on television. And if she didn't sign a contract herself saying she wanted to be on TV and exploited and used, I think it's so repellent. I can't believe that anyone would do it. Sure, I believe people would profit off and I I guess I get it. There's money to be made. But it's gross. I agree. It's gross. I agree. It's so wrong. I want Er. to move on before we run out of time to the NAACP Awards because... Hey! Our very own Joanne Reed has been nominated. Yes. yes. I am very yes, excited. Yes. yes. So we're nominated in two categories. I got nominated in the news, um, news and information category and also um, for best host, I think. But the people in the category are like LeBron James, Oprah, Angela Wright. Like there's no shot that I'm going to win, but I don't care. <gasps> How dare you say that? No, I don't think so because I'm in a category. I'm in categories with like major, 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 major players. Listen. But I'm just so honored Listen. just to be nominated. It and happened. People say that, but I am so honored to be in these categories. Listen, it's amazing. honey, hunty. It's amazing. What you do, <laughs> and particularly at the time that you're doing it in, um, with what's going on in this country. It's crazy is so important and is very recognized by people around this country. Thank so you. don't don't think that people don't see that. I appreciate that. So let me just give you who's in the category though. Okay, let me in hear. the outstanding host in a talk news information series or special individual or ensemble. Uh, it's myself, Lester Holt, LeBron James, Trevor Noah, and Jada Pinkett Smith for Red Table Talk. Baby, I'm just going to have fun. Mm-hmm. I'm going to enjoy myself. And that's that. And then there's another nomination. This was for Outstanding Host. And there's one for uh, a show, a program in which the show is nominated. Uh-huh. But it's nominated against like Oprah's, you know, the a couple shows on OWN. What shows? Um, uh, Oprah's, not, not, not. Oh, Super Soul Sunday? Super Soul Sunday is nominated in that category. It, honey, mm-mm. Listen. But listen, I'm so honored just to be named in anything with Oprah and Girl, and LeBron and them. So I'm okay, excited. So let me ask you this question. Yeah. Since you say all that about I'm just happy to be, uh, you know, amongst these people to touch the, the garment. The garments, <laughs> Yes. What are you going to do if you win? Like, what would you... I'm going to do a church, like, a are, full church faint. Is there going to be a speech that's written just in case? I guess that would be wise, it right? It would be wise. We need to plan this. Let's plan. But we don't need to be so like, oh, this is not going to happen. I'm just going to go up there and be like, oh. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a good point. I will write something down to make sure that the enough people are thanked. So I'll write something down. It's not. It's not gonna happen. But I also need to talk. We need to consult with you about clothes, because you know. So Jackie Reed um, and and our friend Chris Witherspoon are my committee. We are who I pass anything through. If I'm going to be in public wearing yes. something, I always pass it through. When we did the Nancy Pelosi thing, yes, we were up to like one o'clock in the morning picking yes, my entire we outfit. Were. <laughs> and the beautiful thing about me, about cousin Jackie is she won't accept just me showing her a picture of the clothes. I have to put the entire outfit, I including need, jewelry. Yes, I, I need put everything on. The I need whole to look. thing, I including need to the coat. It. I had to put the coat on yes. too because you were going to be talking to the coat lady, Miss Pelosi. I'm, I, honey, she be wearing them coats. That woman has style. She does. But I think we picked out something very. Excellent. We did. You know, I you got. Look I got wonderful. lots of compliments on the look, on the shoes, on everything. We did a full, you know, committee. Um, so we're going to have to do a committee again for the clothes. Wait, what? When is this? It's March thirty. So I have time oh, to diet. We have time. Yes, I have time to get in. You know, get down a size. Mm-hmm. I can't hear uh, from you. And buy his, two more pairs of Spanx because you know we doubled the Spanx. Whatever for fun. You're uh, you're the, the perfect size. We're gonna no, find honey. the perfect thing. Oh, I'm going low. I'm gonna go when they go low. We go high. I'm going low. <gasps> oh on no. size. I know exactly size. what you should wear. Oh, I'm I'm just envisioning it right now. Okay, it's gonna be a moment yes. because when you win. 
You don't want to dress like I'm not going to win. <laughs> and then be you want to dress like you're going to win. Tacky. Mm-mm. That's all people remember. We need to make it a moment. It's going to be fun, though. It is. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm very Last excited. Last time I was supposed to go out there because you're nominated all the time. You need to come. I know. I think I may come this time. You should. We I can hang out. Yeah. It's in Hollywood. I know. I love My LA. sister's out <gasps> there. You know what? I need to go out to LA since go. they canceled our Golden Globes show and I didn't I get to know. go. Let's do it because let's do it. It's fun and it's not. The last time I think it was like in Anaheim or something, it was further away. But now it's in LA. It's in Hollywood. So it's like it's more Where central. Is it? it's, do you know? it, I don't remember exactly what the venue is, but it's definitely in Hollywood. So it's. Oh. Oh. Very easy to get to. It's like oh, centrally located. Yeah, oh, I fun. need to get these days off so I can go. Do it. Chris needs to come too. Chris needs to come too. Oh my God. We should do our show out there. We we should do the show for my <laughs> Let's do it. Exactly. Nina is our, is our new producer. I know. She's like, yes, We're loving her. Queens. She's the best. We love her. Our All show right, is about so, to get better. Wait. Um, okay. Well, wait, you want to talk about um, I just Kamala? To, do you, oh, what do you want to talk about? Oh, well, I wanted to mention 21 Savage coming out, which is good. Mm-hmm. We did this. We had his lawyer on the show last week, so oh. I'm very happy that he's out. And this is the Grammy-nominated right? lawyer. Yes, yeah. a Grammy-nominated rapper, Twenty One Savage, who I just suspect and the reason we caught onto that, caught onto it because for the show is that it really did feel like they were doing it because it's Super Bowl Sunday and they could pick up a high-profile immigrant and it would make a headline and it made a headline and, and it, it was a message. I think yeah. they were sending a message to Black immigrants: "We're coming for you too." That's what it felt like. That's at least what it felt like. And maybe they didn't intend it that way, but it sure is weird that he yeah. suddenly, after being in the country since he was seven years old, yeah. suddenly gets picked up. They claim he had a, fen- a felony and overstayed his visa, but his lawyers are like, he, he doesn't. He had an aggravated he had an, an aggravated felony charge that was, had been dropped, so he didn't have a felony charge. So he d- they don't really have grounds to deport him. Yeah. They really can't deport him. They shouldn't be able to, but in this day and age, honey, you never know what happened. And by the time uh, y'all listen to this uh, podcast will probably be in the midst of our national emergency. This is what I wanted to ask you mm-hmm. about because I, I know you are like, you know, all things poly. What is going on with this um, state of emergency? That uh, what I, I, Are people going to be furloughed again? Did you see Miss Nancy? Nancy came said. out and she said, do it. Because <laughs> as soon as you do that, A, we're going to go to all of our remedies, which... So a national emergency, there's a law like, it. you know, when FDR did it, things go and just right. When right. FDR declared a national emergency because of, you know, Pearl Harbor, um, he was able to take over industries, force industries to create planes when they were really building cars. And, right. the, you know, you have extensive, pa- extensive powers are invested in the president. But now, since the 1976 National Emergencies Act, it's actually prescribed by law. So what has to happen is both houses of Congress could actually pass a resolution and squash it. So, you know, Nancy Pelosi will just pass one. Right. And then it'll be on the Senate and she's going to look at Mitch McConnell and be like, you going to go along with this? Because if you do, if you allow this for no real emergency, you just signed. He's going to sign this bill. So there won't be another right. shutdown because he's not crazy. And Mitch McConnell's like, I'm not doing another shutdown. So he'll sign. He's, he was going to sign whatever they put in front of him. So why is he doing a state of emergency just so he can get the funds to build the wall? No. So he can demonstrate to his supporters that he's going all out that he's doing the most he has to keep showing them that he's willing to try to build this wall he's never going to get a wall but now he's doing a combination of pretending he's already building the wall and then saying i will do everything it takes to get you this wall and keep those brown people out it's a demonstration so it's literally a non-emergency he's pretending but the consequences of that as, as speaker pelosi said today next time there's a democratic president you want to know what's a real national emergency Gun violence, right? Climate change, Hello. and there will be no arguing on the right that this cannot be done. When a Democratic president says, "I'm declaring a national emergency over the scourge of gun violence in this country, and I'm going to take upon myself the vast powers." 
confiscatory powers, powers to take o- on industries and shut them down. When I, when a Democrat decides to do that based on real emergencies like gun violence and climate change, Republicans won't be able to say anything because they will have set the precedent by letting Trump do a fake national emergency. It is the worst idea I've ever heard of to give up this kind of power to a president over nothing yeah. because Democrats will use it. They will use it. I've never heard of a president giving back the power given to the previous president. They always take it and keep it and use it. Yeah. So this power will now go to the next president. And if that's Elizabeth Warren, well, Wall Street, what you going to do? Right. When she got the power to declare a national emergency based on your based on your turning your banks into casinos. What if she says that's a national emergency? Right. Right. What are you going to do? So you can't do that? But yes, you can. Trump did it. When will this end? Never. I hope 2020. So so wait a minute. Where are we on? I have to ask you this. I I forgot last week, but is he going to be um, just arrested, kicked out of office? (laughs) What? When is it? When is it happening? Prosecution takes time. I mean, prosecutors don't. Listen, you only get one shot at going after the president of the United States. This was like when the when when the federal government went after the the Gotti family or when they went after the mob because it's a RICO. It's basically a RICO investigation and you only get one shot. You can't swing and miss. So they're going to be careful. And the problem too is that every week a new leaf gets turned over that they then have to pursue. Now that we have this Manafort information, right. if they're up in the cigar bar trading polling data for what? A peace deal in Ukraine that lets them lift sanctions? That's a quid pro quo. But at the end of the day, I mean, is it, you know, is there actual, I mean, I know there's all these other things, but is there actual collusion? I mean, will he actually, could he face charges? Could he face impeachment? So, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, all these things are going on, but at the end of the day, does it mean that? Yeah. I think impeachment is likely because Democrats control the House and that's where impeachment happens. Would he be convicted? No, because Republicans, you would need two thirds of the Senate and Republicans just aren't going to vote to impeach him. He, he could shoot someone on Fifth Avenue, literally, and they're not going to vote to impeach him. And they're not going to vote to convict, but he could be impeached for sure. That would start the process of hearings, impeachment hearings. And right. maybe what's uncovered would convince enough Republicans to vote to over to throw him out. I don't know. But I do know that it's not collusion. Collusion isn't a crime. Right. Conspiracy is the crime. But and could, is that on the table for him? It's sure looking like it. Really? It's looking like, and even if it's not, even if Donald Trump is not indicted, even if he's not indicted, already, neither the, nearly the entire senior staff of his campaign has been indicted. Right. His personal lawyer has been indicted. I mean, as far as a circumstantial case for collusion, I think it's pretty good. And and in, an impeachment doesn't require a criminal standard. Right. It just requires you to have committed high crimes and misdemeanors. Right. Misdemeanors, meaning that you see enough criminality or enough wrongdoing at, that as a political matter, he does not deserve to be president. I don't see how Democrats avoid with their base not doing something in the manner of major hearings, if not impeachment hearings, to lay out for the American people what was done. As soon as that Mueller probe drops... I don't think they'll be able to, Republicans won't be able to bury it. And there will be major, this will take up the second half of Donald Trump's presidency is going to be the what happened, what was done to us by him, his campaign, and really right into his presidency. He's going to live this nightmare. He running for president. He, I believe when Donald Trump looks back on it, when he's 90, he'll regret running because it will have exposed everything he'd ever done in his business, things he was able to get away with that he will not now be able will to get away with. Will we ever see his taxes, his tax We records. might not, but uh, Nancy Pelosi and them will. 
You They're going to get so? it. Of course. They have the right to get it. The House Ways and Means Committee can simply request them. Right now? Yes. Why don't they just do it? And I would guess, and I'm not a lawyer and I don't work in this in this field, but it would shock me if Robert Mueller hasn't had his tax returns the whole time. Ah. That's probably where you started. Mm. Follow the money. Tick, mm. tick, 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 tick. I know, because that inauguration situation. So weird. What? All that money? Oh, like that? Where'd it go? And they had like, you know, a couple jugglers and a yodeler. Right. They didn't even have any big acts. No. Where's the money going? Chrisette Michelle. Come on, Chrisette. She just wants her life back. She's trying to come back. She wants to come to the cookout, y'all. She'll sing at it. I would have rather her done the Grammy tribute as opposed to (laughs) my boyfriend just texted me. (laughs) Girl, let let me let you go and have, um, what is it, Love Christmas? Love Christmas. Let's go release your Love Christmas. I love you, Jason. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Mm, You're going to see some rose petals when you're at home. I cannot wait. Well, I'm not going to ask what you're doing for you because I'm just going to be just annoyed when you tell me all of the the gushy, smushy, gushy. I'm going to love up on my boo. Love up on my boo. Love up on my mind. My bae. Yes. What are you going to do for you this week? Um, well, Besides we, work. Your day's off. Yes. We're taking a little road trip. We're going to hang out with the fam. We're going to do fun family fun. Oh, you're so good with family. Fun family fun. I'm going to get better with that. And you can always catch Jackie Reed when she's not loving up on her boo and smooshy wooshy. <laughs> kissy poo poo poo. You can catch her on the Talk Joiner Morning Show talking about much more serious topics Tuesday and Friday <laughs> at 8.15 a.m. Also on New York Live, the New York area, Monday through Friday at 11.30 a.m. And up today in Boston, man, in Boston, Baston, 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 Baston Pocket Pocket Cat. Cat, at 12.30 <laughs> p.m. Also catch Jackie Reed on Serious Progress every Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and Sundays at 9 a.m. for Inside, Not History, Her Story. Yes, Her Story. Yes. And you can catch my cousin Joy Ann or Joy as they know her on TV, Uh, on MSNBC this weekend at 10 a.m. Eastern Time on AM Joy. And soon you will see her at the NAACP Awards winning in two categories. Yeah, yeah. All right. Fabulous. (laughs) And looking, I'm going to be looking skinny. I'm going to lose some weight. Uh, That Uh, does it for us. Tell your friends, tell a friend, tell a family. Please download um, this podcast wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Read This, Read That. Uh, And on Twitter, you know what you do. Yep. Leave off the, the last tea tea. for savings. For savings. Good time. Anytime you need a payment. Good time. Yeah. I really don't know. Bye. That. Okay. <laughs> tell me, baby, baby, baby. Baby, baby, baby. Tell me, baby, baby.